You are listening to the Pay Me Inequity Podcast, where money and motivation meet. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Asarte Yarnway, and together we'll embark on a journey to explore ways that we can design your wealth on your terms through equity and more. So sit back, turn your speakers up, and enjoy the show. This podcast is brought to you by Burknell Financial Group, a fee-only independent wealth management firm serving clients who get paid equity across the country. Through their right planning process, Burknell tasks itself with creating roadmaps to help their clients reach their financial goals. For more information, visit burknell.com. You are listening to another episode of Pay Me in Equity. I'm your host, Desarte Yarnway, founding and man- founder and managing director of Burknell Financial Group. And today is a special episode to me because one of my main mans, my guy, I mean, let me just, before I even say his name, let me just take you guys back. Let me take y'all way back. Way back. I, <laughs> I, I met this gentleman in 2014, 2015-ish, and just for the timestamp, and I was living in, I want to say at the time I was living in Arlington, Virginia. No, I was living in Silver Spring. This is before I went to Arlington. Mm-hmm. Living in Silver Spring, Maryland. If you're familiar with the DMV area, shout out to DMV. You have Virginia to the south, District of Columbia in the middle, and then Maryland. So Silver Springs right on the border of Washington, D.C. and, and uh, Maryland. So I'm living in Silver Spring. He's like, yo, you're a part of a fraternity, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. I am too. I'm coming from a financial advising trading program, just like you did. And I'm moving to the DC area. I'm like, no doubt. Let's meet in Silver Spring at this bar called McGinty's. So if you're familiar with Silver Spring, you know where McGinty's is in that little shopping corridor. We sat, we drank, we laughed, we had a blast. And since then, this gentleman, Rick Hosman, has been my brother from another. And I just want to say thank you, bro. I appreciate you. And it's a pleasure to, you know, be to have a front row seat to everything that you're doing and to watch you rise. And you know this name. He's been on the podcast before, but welcome back, Rick, to Pay Me an Equity. Appreciate it, bro. I'm glad to be here, dog. Like, look, man, you took the words right out of my mouth. Like, that's that's the same exact story I would tell, like, yeah. word from word. So, yeah, man, it's, I'm glad to be here, dog. Going into a new year, 2022. So it's a great, great time to get launch it out, get the podcast, finish out the year with it, and Going to New York, good vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been talking. So at the time that people probably hear this, it'll probably be 2022 already, right? So I'm not right. even keeping no secrets. Like this is was recorded December 2021. But um, there's so much that I've learned from this year, right? There's so much that mm-hmm. I have in store for 2022. And I know that you've been watching the markets. You've been watching people generally and seeing like yeah. what we can do to, to be better at our jobs, better better men, Etc. So one right, of the things right, right. I want to ask you is what things have you noticed in this year that is different than any other year, such as like with investing for young people, because 25 million investors, new investors entered the market in the year 2021. And mm-hmm. to me, that's a crazy stat because I mean, you and I were trying to get people to get, invest when it wasn't a cool thing to do. You know what I mean? It wasn't cool at all. <laughs> to convince people to invest, like it's not something for their benefit. So yeah, yeah. talk to me about this this year for you. How has it been? Like this past year, how has it been? What challenges did you have? And what did you notice about, you know, specifically our generation? So for me personally, man, it's definitely been a blessing. You know, I'm definitely, you know, thankful a lot of people didn't 
make it, you know, to 2021, make it out of 2020, you know, so out the gate, like first, first and foremost, I, you know, give all praise to the most high, like, you know, I'm just full mm-hmm. of gratitude, gratitude and thankfulness. Um, it's such an interesting time, right? Especially to be a young investor, especially, you know, to see the world. Cause it, it, it feels like right now is the gold rush. Like it's so many, terms getting thrown around from like nfts to cryptocurrency to stocks to this to that it's so much going on right now in the world it's like you know it's it's the gold rush and uh i actually think uh nipsey has said it like a couple years ago on his uh one of his uh interviews was like you know california is gonna be like the center of the next gold rush and for us Mm -hmm. this is the gold rush everybody's trying to get in to get a piece of something whatever it is whether it's in the metaverse or the you know the beautiful california land like whatever it is everybody want a piece so this is definitely an interesting time man for sure i think so too and i'm over here taking sips of this this looks like whiskey but it's actually kombucha you know i I knew it's something (laughs) real real healthy real real glowy out here it's kombucha so you know if you see me drinking this it's kombucha (laughs) i know people are watching the video but that's what it is Back to the, the 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 thing, like California is definitely great. And I think that um, we are in the center of a clash, right? Because mm-hmm. people will say Web 2.0, Web 3.0, everything's changing, right? You're hearing about the metaverse, right. crypto, and this different thing, these different things. And I think about being focused in the midst of all of this, because mm-hmm. right. I feel like there's so many ways to lose yourself when all of this new information is circulating around. And what I mean by this is like, I remember two years ago, I had clients like, I don't know about stocks, they're too risky. But these same right. clients are coming back and like, do you know anything about Shiba Inu coin? Like that doesn't go together. <laughs> that yeah, doesn't, that does you not can't really lose good. yourself just because it seems that money is being printed from the ATM. What are your right. thoughts about that? And just like having an investor identity Right, like this is what I stand for. This is how I'm gonna invest. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about that? Man, it's so important, right? Because like no it, it never fails, no matter whether somebody is a young investor, old investor, like human nature is probably one of the biggest parts of investing and really just growing wealth. And FOMO is one of the biggest things. Like a lot of people like just have FOMO. So they're like, you know, yeah. they'll go from talking about retirement planning to talking about, you know taking their house money and then putting it into crypto because nobody wants to get left out on it. And it's so important, especially when you think about having a financial plan that you have specific goals, because yeah. I think, you know, I would say like our generation was in the millennial generation. We're so used to multitasking, right? We're so used to doing different things, having these, all of these ideas, having this, having that, that sometimes we kind of get away from being like, surgical and being specific and a lot of times investing is about being surgical it's not about being everywhere on the board it's about being in the right place in the right time and doing the right things consistently Mm -hmm. so i think the you know the pros of what's going on in the world right now is information is everywhere right it's spreading it's coming from everybody people are so excited investing is cool now it's no longer like the rich people thing or like the nerd thing investing in cool is cool like the but the bad thing is there's so many different sources of information that is really hard to decipher 
you know, what is the what is the right path to take? What is the right thing to do? Because you got, yeah. you know, traditional advisors like yourself, myself, then you got the robo advisors, then you got, you know, just general Robin Hood and all and like people just don't really know. So they're putting a little bit of everything, but having the actual like plan in place and understanding like your why and having your goals mapped out will make the difference on whether you're a successful investor or not that a hundred percent of the time will make the difference one of my um one of my good friends like we always sit down and talk you know he uh is a guy over at, at merrill lynch and we'll be like just chatting about you know investing in different things i'll be like man who are your your wealthiest clients like what do your wealthiest clients look like and he say my wealthiest clients are either a old people who never really check their accounts or be dead and they really not checking <laughs> their accounts <laughs> yeah. because they just really like just letting it sit there and ride out and they're winning you know the problem with today is everybody is moving you're i'm in this investment for two months then i jump over here to throw it in some cryptocurrency then once the cryptocurrency go down i'm gonna jump over here and do this you'll never time the market like people have been trying to do that for years so having a specific plan understanding your why having your financial goals mapped out like like in the words of uh my man's denzel you got to be surgical with that thing so you gotta you know understand what's your why why are you doing this what's your purpose yeah i agree with that 100 percent. i want to just make one small correction you say we are traditional advisors and the more that i remain in this industry we are <laughs> far from Traditional. Tra traditional and advisors, I'll say, is that we still believe in like the value of like the handshake, you know, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. relationship building. Like you can't build a relationship through Robinhood. It's, it's not mm -hmm. that. Like we, a lot of times our main job is uh, emotional management more than anything. Like you can't really get that from the robo world. You can't really get somebody to be like, all right, all right. Like, calm down. Let's go yeah, back true. to your why. Let's go. That I think that's the when I say the traditional sense, that's more what I mean versus the new wave where it's just everybody for themselves. Find your favorite TikTok and follow their investments. You know, isn't that crazy so, that we take an advice crazy, from TikTokers? I'm not here to judge, by the way. I think that, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to judge. I respect anybody <laughs> doing what you're doing. That. I don't want anybody to think that I'm here making judgments because that's not who I am. <laughs> In the same vein, yeah. it sounds crazy when you're like, I saw this TikToker and they said to do this. That's wild to me. And I'm pretty sure there are like, yeah. they are probably advisors there that are giving great information, right? But in this world right. where everything's super saturated and there's so much information, it's kind of hard to sift through what's right and what's wrong. Um, exactly. And I see that making our job harder in the long term if it continues to go this way. Like, who do I actually listen to for information? Mm-hmm. I think it's a catch twenty two, right? I think in the as it goes on, it will re uh, stabilize like what it is to like have uh, not just a wealth manager but an emotional manager because mm -hmm. the stock market itself moves off of people's emotions. Like volatility is ninety percent based upon what people think may happen mm -hmm. versus what the actual numbers in the market say. So what does that tell us? That's the market is going to most be off of human emotion and then one thing we know about human emotion is unpredictable so i think like this new wave of social media and financial advice is going to reinforce what it is that we do because there's no accountability there you know when you listen to your favorite tiktoker they can give you all types of financial advice but there's no accountability 
there's they can be right or they can be wrong and like it's kind of at the end of the day you're left holding the bag whether good or bad while with us when you have you know experience and you you know been doing this for a while and you have that relationship management piece and you can really interact with people i can really talk to you find out like you know what your thinking is i think that it's it's a value prop that's irreplaceable like you can't you can will yeah. never be able to replace the value of having somebody there with you to have that conversation of like you know am i doing the right thing no for sure i agree with that 100 percent. while you were while you were saying that i was thinking about our like pre-note conversation like man i started my business six and a half years ago We've yeah been in this industry for almost 10 years almost you ever, 10 years you remember bro. being a young dude and somebody would tell you like oh yeah i've been doing this 15 years you're like man you old like we you are old, old guys. <laughs> i was uh me i was no, having lunch with a client yesterday and i was telling them like i remember coming into this air into this industry and just being so like ego is on a thousand yeah. i feel like i know everything about the market then didn't have a lick of knowledge didn't have a book of business to my name but i felt like i knew everything yeah. so then 10 years down the line you you look back at yourself like man you really didn't know know anything at all so i think that's that's just the the beauty of the journey right it's just the beauty of it all it's definitely been a humbling experience to me mm-hmm. right to to think i knew it all and to now know a little bit and be like man i didn't <laughs> know anything at all you know right. and my mom used to right. say like those that know a lot don't know mm-hmm. that they know nothing right and that's that was critical for me i didn't really get it mm-hmm. when i was a kid but as i started to mature i kind of leaned into that like yo this is just the tip of the iceberg in terms of what i do know and right. i take the opportunity to really learn from everyone like my my niece i was i tweeted something the other day like my niece is on TikTok when it was called musically and she was telling wow. me like uncle d this is gonna be the next thing and i'm like what do you want to eat? Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. do you want me to take you to get a cupcake or something? And she was right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I was watching CNBC and they're talking about TikTok on CNBC, like, mm. which is crazy. So taking the opportunity to learn from everybody, from every experience and doing it with grace and gratitude has been big for me over the course right. of the last year, something that I'm definitely practicing here in 2022. I wanted to ask you a question. You keep mentioning why, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, from a financial advisor perspective, especially if you're doing any type of planning for clients. I know some of my clients may be listening to this. I know that people in general are listening to this, right? And everybody wants to have a plan and really narrow down what their quote unquote why is. But what happens when why isn't enough? Because I feel like I've dealt with clients, especially this last year and a half. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to April, 2020, when that whole deep, dive downward from the corona pandemic happened right mm-hmm. why wasn't enough for a lot of those people right, right? <laughs> yeah that is to true. be like like no i don't want to sell this stock like this is scary for me so right i don't know if this is a question or answer that you have but like it's kind of interesting to to watch people as these things kind of play out because you would think that my why is to buy a house that right. that would keep you in your plan enough to be like, yeah, I gotta just hold on because I know that this is gonna play out. What do you think people, you know, struggle to 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 stick to it, even when they know that this is gonna yield the results that they're they're kind of looking after or going for? I think it's it's human nature, really. Like I think it's like what we were saying before. Like it reinforces the value of having somebody there to 
kind of almost like be your trainer to remind you of that why because you're gonna have doubts naturally yeah. like you see the train coming and you standing on the track and everything in your body is saying i need to get off the track i need yeah. to jump off the track but then you got your fellow neighborhood advisor like standing the next to you, he's like no we good to go the train is gonna pass the train is gonna pass right Excellent. but every every reflex every instinct is saying jump off of the track i need to get off mm -hmm. of that now that is something that that you can't replace with the you know the TikTokers and the robo world is like that that reinforcement because you it's it's a journey right you know right. i i had clients even when uh early march april 2020 COVID was happening you know people are like panicking i'm like look man you hire until 51 you 32 right now like you mm -hmm. got like you might see at least three more of these type of events before your time comes what we have to start training our minds to do is seeing the opportunity because the problem that i think that we see now and especially in the investment era with all the knowledge and information is by the time people see an opportunity the opportunity has passed you know now they're getting into the market at the top when all the hype is there and everybody is buying and that's when your risk is really much higher but they need to we need to train ourselves to see the opportunity when the market is low when a 2020 happened when you see companies like amazons and apples and nvidia's and all in these companies are dropping 20 30 percent in my head this sounds like a fantastic opportunity to get involved with a fantastic company before it really hits the market and i just want to say this is not investment advice so this is just my personal disclaimer <laughs> my personal, my personal <laughs> thought process on that. Yeah. <laughs> Throw that disclaimer in there. But yeah, man, I think I think this is just human nature in general. Like to want to jump off the tracks when we see the train coming. That's why you need. That's why you need a tra a champion. You need somebody to champion for you. Yeah, yeah. I I think that seeing opportunity is a muscle that you got to continue to work. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Oh, I love that. And even even for me, it took a while before I really started handling large amount, millions of dollars, right? It was like, mm -hmm. this is a muscle that I have to train to be able to see Basically. because nobody's trained to look at any situation counterintuitively. That's just not natural for us. Right. And shout out to Benjamin Graham, the intelligent investor. That was my first book that I read actually was sitting by Jonathan Shark at Fisher Investments. He was like, you got to read this book. I didn't know anything yep. about investments. And, he, and in that book, I'm paraphrasing, but Benjamin Graham was like, the best investment investors look at situations counterintuitively. Mm -hmm. So this dealt with like day trading the market, right? Like what, it doesn't make sense to day trade. And I remember one of the quotes in the book was like, investors make more money by the seat of their pants than by the soles of their shoes. Meaning that you will mm -hmm. make more money sitting down than by trying to move to the next <laughs> best true. quote unquote investment. Right. So it's a muscle that you have to flex. And I think that, you have to flex it in every aspect of your life to be able to transfer mm -hmm. it into investments. I feel like if you're not, if you're not patient and disciplined in, in working out, you might demonstrate that same impatience and lack of discipline in investing. Yeah, if you're not definitely patient so. or disciplined with your kids, you might, you know what I mean? Demonstrate that same yeah. lack of patience or lack of discipline in investing. Like, Investing is in some way, in some ways, can be a teacher for yeah. you. You know what I mean. So yeah. it's a muscle that people have to continue to grow, to work on, to flex. 
And I'm seeing now how, how it's kind of changed my life in a way because mm-hmm. I'm now able to deal with people better. I'm able to see opportunity where it looks bleak. I'm right. able to sit down, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Instead of moving, you know what I mean? There's been tons of times in my life where at the sign of hardship or, you know, somebody does something to me, I'm like, man, forget this person, bro. I'm out of here. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. make no sense. But now I take the time to sit down, understand the situation, right? Be patient and let it play out in the way that it's supposed to. So there's certain things that I've learned that I think people in general have kind of the same characteristics that if they only mm-hmm. just leaned into some of those like vices or some of those bad habits that they have, they'll be right. not only correcting themselves in their portfolios that could make tons of dollars, but mm-hmm. they'll also be correcting a lot of other things that they could, you know, yeah, be correcting and have way more fruitful lives. So that's my take. No, I not hundred percent, bro. I I agree with that so much because, like I said, in investing in general, really, like, what's more personal than money? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, what's more personal to people than money? Like, it's your livelihood. It's it's the thing that feeds your family, feeds you. It's yeah. nothing more personal than that, and when you think about investing and you're, you're basically investing is almost like sending your kid off to school on like the first day. Like, you know, you, you got to this point, you know, you got to do it. You can't be there with them as they going through every class, as they going through all these different trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. You just know that you have to do the best thing that you can do. You have to lay down the right foundation. You have to, do all of like basically package up this little person and send them out into the world and hope for the best. Like mm-hmm. investing is the exact same way. Like as long as you develop the fundamental habits, like I like to say when it, when it comes to investing, you don't always want to be, you know, the golden state warriors. A lot of times yeah. when it comes to investing, you want to be the Spurs. You want to be a traditional you know, back to basics, fundamental yeah. team, because you're going to win games that way. You're going to, you don't always need to have the best dribbles and crossovers and everybody shooting threes from across the room. Cause that's what, it, that's mm-hmm. what the investing is like right now. Investing right. is like watching the Golden State Warriors. We see, we see Steph hitting threes from across the court. We like, I'm about to go start shooting threes now too. <laughs> But now, now you don't miss you your threes and your average is like twenty percent. But Thanks. had you just been down there in the in the hole, just getting your layups in, you probably would have did an eighty percent. So you want to stay away from, you know, just wanting to where all the highlights are, like, because that's really what TikTok is, right? That's really what a lot of the social media investing is. It's the highlights of big picture ideas that came right. about with small pieces that went in place. But now this shows the highlights and we all know by the time the highlights get played, the game, the game has already started. You want to get into the game before the highlight reel. And you will only do that by understanding what the fundamentals are. So. No, for sure. For sure, man. And I don't know. Those crossovers and three pointers are sexy though, bro. You know what they I mean? They really <laughs> are, man. They really are. But we will. We both don't be in the in the sports in era. We don't play traditional yeah. sport. It might work. If it don't, though, you about to get sell on the bench. You know, <laughs> it, you will, and that's the hard part. <laughs> it might work, but coach gonna tell you don't do that again. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Nah, don't do and that. You again. know what? It, you you gotta admit, as an advisor, 
I haven't really been taking too many risks for our mm-hmm. clients' portfolios. To me, I feel like money is too precious. And it, all right. the goals and dreams and, you know, everything's connected to these right. dollars. But it's a good time to be an advisor right now. People are getting Definitely. lucky. Like 95% of stocks over the course of 2020 have risen. I feel like that was a stat that Josh Brown threw out in a podcast earlier this year um, or when we recorded a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, that's crazy, right? So if you're an advisor, one, mm-hmm. you think you're invincible. Yeah. If you're a person that's playing around on stocks, on Robinhood or on Coinbase or wherever you're playing mm-hmm. around on, you think you're invincible. Like, I don't need help. I don't need right. a champion. I don't need anybody because they're going up, right? And I don't know, man. I just feel like it's worked, as you said, right? But if we mm-hmm. don't get back to those fundamentals, if we don't get back to playing like the Spurs, mm-hmm. everybody's going to wish, you know what I mean? Wish they were going for layups and not shooting from half court. And that's a scary thing to think about right now, to me. It's a scary mm-hmm. thing to think about, like everybody's playing the game wrong. And when something happens, right? When right. the shot clock is at five seconds, or you know, when the pressure is up and the, right. the economy starts doing a full court press, you're gonna have to all of a sudden start playing a different game that you never learned, that right. you're in a jam. If we're talking about from you know an investment standpoint, you've run up all these games on a taxable account, so you can't sell them mm-hmm. strategically, mm-hmm. right? You have a big tax bill. All of these things really are things that I want people to either get educated about or start to consider as they go forward, right? Because I think that it all, it all could come back and it's not gonna be pretty. And I, I think the, the the benefit of it is that, you know, like the knowledge is out there. People, at the very minimum, people know that there is something that they need to learn or be aware of. Like I tell not just clients, but friends and family, the way, interest rates are it's not like how it was 30 40 years ago where you can make eight percent in a savings account like you almost can't afford not to invest especially you know we got things like inflation um which is probably going to last a lot longer than a lot of people uh originally considered especially the fed like we have to be aware of those things because we are the we are the two crisis generation all right the millennials the two crisis generation we got to experienced the 2008-2009 market crash. Then we got to experience COVID. And we probably gonna experience mm-hmm. other things before it comes. You can't mm-hmm. predict those things. You have to control the things that you can control. And that's that's studying, that's learning, that's understanding the fundamentals of it. And so when those things happen, you can take advantage of it. And one of the most, most important things I can say, and I, I keep repeating this to people, don't neglect the power of saving and putting money aside for one, the fear of missing out on investing. Because mm-hmm. the number one thing that a lot of people that did make money in the 2020 uh, timeframe, 2021 timeframe, is that when these market downturns happened and all of these opportunities became available, they had cash available to take advantage of those type of opportunities. So if you don't have any cash on hand, you can't take advantage of these opportunities when they come. So that's when it comes back to fundamentals. What are we telling people? Before you jump into the stock market and you start investing, what does that emergency fund look like? What does that savings look like? Because those are the fundamentals. That's not the fun stuff. Nobody wants to put together six to 12 months of emergency funds. They want to throw that thing directly in NVIDIA. They want to throw it into some options contracts. They want, that's not the fun stuff. 
but the fundamentals yeah. protect your portfolio and they protect you going forward when that train looks like it's coming down the tracks. So, you know what? It is just incredible to see us grow up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because if you're being honest, every young person starts in a Ferrari, you know? You mm-hmm. want to move as fast as you can. You want to make as much money as you can. You want to do, you want to be seen as much as you can. Right. You're really, you're really in the streets, right? So mm-hmm. to, to, to be at this point where it's like, you know what? I really want to protect my assets. I want to work smarter and not harder. Right. Right. And I want to make sure that my people are straight. They're okay. Yeah. My goals and my people are okay. That's a way different line of thinking than Definitely. a lot of people. And what I see is a lot of the former, it's like, I want to make as much money as I can really fast. And you can still have those goals and do it in a smart way, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm seeing just the game being played too fast paced without um, awareness to the downside and at risk of hurting a lot of people. So if you're listening to the podcast right now, man, make sure that you're, you're really assessing what you're doing, right? To say like, is this something that pushes the needle forward for me? Right. Is it? with mm-hmm. an amount of risk that I'm willing to take in the event that it does not work out, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big question. And um, the thing that I think that we both do well with, Rick, is that we're really brutally honest about ourselves and how we're moving. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you have no problem stepping outside of yourself and saying, hey, I messed up. Right. I have no problem stepping out of my side of my, outside of myself and saying, like, yo, I don't know if that was the best thing for me to do. You know what I mean? Right. And it's not necessarily a loss, it's a lesson. So you can learn not to do that same thing again, right? And I think that in this in this right. day and age where there's so many new things hitting the market, right? I mean, DeFi, NFTs, crypto, um, metaverse, you know what I mean? And then you have your traditional assets as well. Web 2.0 meets Web 3.0, right? TikTok, mm-hmm. Instagram, all these different things that feeding you with information. It's important to frequently, early and often, ask yourself that question. Like, is this moving me forward in the direction that Mm -hmm. I want to go? And am I comfortable with the risk necessary to participate in this particular thing? Um, So, man, I'm just, I'm excited for what's to come. Some of it is scary, right? But I think that if we stay true to the fundamentals, like you said, um, inevitably, right, you should win. Definitely. I, I, I have this conversation with myself all the time. Like, is, and I always, I call it like my three V's. I got to make sure my three V's are in check. And that's going to be my value versus my volume. Mm-hmm. Am I doing the things that are valuable, that have value, or am I just doing a lot of things, which is yeah, my yeah. volume? You know, because there's a difference. You can be sure. do three solid things that really give value to whatever you're trying to achieve in your life. Well, you can be 20 things that you're not really an expert at none of them, but you're doing value. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's a conversation that we always have to have with ourselves is making sure our bees are in check, making yeah. sure that what I am doing is valuable versus what I'm, I'm just doing a lot of volume. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, that's how, that's how investing is. I, I remember I had a client come to me and she was probably in like 45 different companies throughout her investment portfolio. And I'm just like, you don't need, you don't need everything. You need a scalpel. You don't need a budget. You need a scalpel. Mm -hmm. Be specific. What is it that you want to achieve? What is it that you're looking for? Don't spread yourself too thin. Make sure you have cash on hand. And most importantly, be consistent and stick to the fundamentals. 
you're you going to win you a couple rings. You yeah. might not win every single one, but trust me, you're you going to win you a few of them. So and that's sure. I, I think that's my my takeaway of just like this era of, you know, uh, drinking through a fire hose, right? It's just what it right. feels like. Information is flying through the fire hose. You try to take a sip. So, how you gonna take a sip from a fire hose? <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's that's what people try to figure out is how to take a sip from a fire hose because there's so much information coming at you. And I really, I love it, man. Entrepreneurship is so high these days. Like mm-hmm. I think the small business association said, like these are the most uh, businesses that have ever uh, been opened or applied for within a two-year span. So I think it's a lot of stuff going on right now. There is a lot of opportunity in the market if you take the time to understand the fundamentals, understand what's going on. And right now, we are in a shift. I like to say this feels like 1999, like right before like the internet really hit because you know when the internet first came out people were like this ain't gonna go nowhere you about know, to be right? what you typing on no that's not and now we can't do anything in our lives without it so yeah understand the fundamentals and you'll recognize the opportunities yeah man i think that's a good place to leave it off on i mean there's a lot of information that they can digest or try to sip on <laughs> definitely in this podcast and i'm gonna let them do just that man rick it's always a pleasure to just have you on the show um mm-hmm. it's been kind of cool this year or this past year because i've been able to see you multiple times i mean we did mexico together oh uh, yeah um, that was a ton of fun that man that was a ton of fun look we did every Denver. every chance we get and then we that's celebrated real, real cold in vegas that was oh dope. yeah we did do vegas. vegas was hey let me tell y'all about this man this man <laughs> raising the bar all right fellas if you out there with your lady and you like you need some ideas you need to hit up this man Desarte. He go get you right. Uh, he keep raising the bar. I, if if the Sarte have his way, I'm gonna stay single forever because I'm never gonna rise to the occasion. So, <laughs> like, look, this man shuts it down. That's funny, man. Until next time, bro. We gonna definitely link. Hey, before I let you go, where can people follow up with you if they want to say connected? I know you're running your practice, but just plug where they can, you know, find you. Listen to that commentary or you know, connect. Yeah, man, I've got a lot of new stuff coming down the pipeline right now. The easiest way to reach out to me is always like LinkedIn. You can also find me on uh, Instagram, underscore classic gent underscore. So, yeah, we got some good things coming out, man. And I, you know, if I can help in any way, I love being on the podcast. It's always great information. You know, it's my favorite podcast. So, yeah, man, whatever. If anybody ever has questions or, you know, I'm here. I'm here. You know where to find me. Thank you, Rick, so much for joining us on the podcast. You know where to find me at Burknell, at Desarte Yarnway on Twitter, and at Burknell.com. We appreciate you, and until next time, onward to greatness. Applause, applause. The Burknell Client Community is an inclusive community of ambitious individuals, families, and business owners who are impacting the world in their own special way. If you're interested in learning more, visit Burknell.com to schedule your consultation. Be sure to follow me at the Sarte Yarnway on LinkedIn and Twitter for updates on this podcast. Until next time, onward to greatness.